Rusty Quill presents. Welcome to Ain't Slayed Nobody. This is an actual play podcast intended for adults and may contain material that some people find disturbing. Please see the episode notes for content warnings and listen with care. If you found our show from Graham Patrick's guest writing on episode three of the Magnus Protocol, you might want to start with one of the campaigns he wrote on. Y'all of Cthulhu, our first ever season, is a complete horror campaign in the Old West. Next, we have Bleaker Trails, which is in the same setting. That has one complete season, and the final season is coming late in 2024. And if you're looking for something shorter and science fiction, we have a six-episode Blade Runner series. Thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you around. Our Discord is slade.me slash discord. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Push the Roll, a low-prep dialogue-only actual play series that incorporates ideas from our Patreon posse into the game as the story develops. Join up at patreon.com slash to contribute. And enjoy the madness. It is 2022, and your characters are all members of the management team, middle management team, let's say, at a large corporation called the Graves Corporation. It's one of these companies where no one's really sure what the company does. Your mission statement is all about delivering excellence, and shareholder delight and all that good stuff. But <laughs> I'm not sure any of you have got any idea what the company actually makes apart from a profit. <laughs> and you have all been invited to this corporate retreat at this facility, this management retreat facility in Arizona. All you know is that you are expected to spend the weekend there and you will be told what it involves when you arrive. You've been given GPS coordinates, and it doesn't really appear on any maps. When you get there, as you arrive, you can see that it does seem to be an old ghost town in the middle of some scrubland. There's some hills nearby, not too far away. 
I want to say that Chet is already excited to be the first person to leave a Yelp review on this place. Yeah. <laughs> going to be the mayor. <laughs> and yeah, you can see that there is a sign as you roll into the town that gives the name as being Dead Man's Tooth. Good. Nice. So is everyone traveling separately, or are some of you carpooling? What is your plan here? Have some of you flown in, and uh, perhaps sharing an Uber or a rental car out there? Chet absolutely flew in and is intentionally not taking an Uber with anyone else. <laughs> like, he's taking his own Uber. Susan is driving her own car. I mean, my dad let me use the jet. <laughs> oh i know who's dying first i know right richard rented an electric mustang i don't know if that's a car or a sex toy but let's assume it's a car <laughs> it's a rabbit oh no the car's a subaru but he's riding the electric mustang <laughs> it vibrates at a pace <laughs> he calls it Sibian. <laughs> it's got trot gallop. Canter. There's a dressage mode <laughs> where it syncs up with the beat of whatever shit you put on. But you have to be wearing a tux for yeah. it. <laughs> you have to bow before you use it. <laughs> what i was going to say is that you all arrive within half an hour of each other and there isn't at least initially that you can see anyone there to greet you this as i said is what appears to be a ghost town but one that's clearly been done up a bit it looks like a lot of the buildings are old from the 19th century, but they have been refurbished, maintained. There's glass in the windows. The wood isn't completely rotted away. And there are even marked parking bays. So, if as you arrive you would care to introduce your characters, then we'll pick things up from there. It sounded like Chet was probably arriving first. Chet flew in, like I said, on his own. He definitely went uh, business class, took an Uber, and so he's being dropped off in the parking lot. Chet is a relative new addition to the company. He was hired on as executive personnel optimization consultant. <laughs> <laughs> as it were, he's going to be determining who gets laid off in the immediate future. And for that reason, that's why he didn't ride with everyone else. He's trying not to get attached. <laughs> Are you the BBEG? <laughs> that remains to be determined. So who arrives second? Chad has his dad fly his jet into like the nearest small airport and then like had a brand new BMW X7 shipped over from Sedona that he just <laughs> bought because fuck y'all. I drove it in. I'm an intern. I don't get paid because I have a trust, but like in a couple of weeks, I'll just be over all of you guys because I'm better than you. <laughs> Coming to work like two days a week, 
Uh, but I'm going on this retreat because it's supposed to be cool or whatever. And my dad wants to see like leadership out of me. <laughs> I don't really do much because I'm already rich. <laughs> and he's got like a big old flask of bourbon that he wears in his blazer pocket. But you can see the flask of bourbon because it's 24 ounces. <laughs> <laughs> Some people call it a handle of bourbon. None of your business. <laughs> oh, and he's got a couple of rollies on to let y'all know who he is. Y'all haters can see the time on each wrist. <laughs> <laughs> and who's arriving next? Probably Susan from HR. Susan is in her early to mid 30s and she's very no nonsense, wears really nice tailored clothes. Doesn't really integrate with everyone else because it's not her job to. Her full name is uh, Susan Pickwick, but a young employee once referred to her as Susan Nitpick behind her back. <laughs> the employee was never seen again. <laughs> Since then, Susan has just been referred to as Susan from HR. So she's very, very good at her job and very good at making money for the company, which is why she's been in her job for several years and no one has even dared to breathe a word of perhaps finding someone else to run the human resources department. It will always be Susan from HR. <laughs> God. Why, there hasn't been a Susan from HR in 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So it sounds like Richard is arriving last. Yeah, he had a little bit of a rough ride over. <laughs> his name's Dick Pocket, but everyone calls him Richard. All of his friends call him Richard. Despite arriving last, he's the director of first impressions at Graves Corporation. And he is just going to pop out of the car and try to look as fresh and eager as he can. He's a bit of a physical specimen. He has a spiky blonde hair, well-defined cheekbones. He's into augmented fitness, so most of it's implants. <laughs> he's had calf implants, lip implants. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of interesting procedures. He's pretty well tanned and his teeth are just beaming white. So the contrast between his fake tan and his white teeth is very startling, I think, to people he's meeting for the first time. He's got two and a half kids, Victor, Wynn, and Champ. Champ's a Pomeranian, <laughs> uh, hence the half. Yeah, he carries a pocket-sized version of Dale Carnegie's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People in his back pocket, his dick pocket, dick's pocket. And he's just excited to be here. Just so I'm clear, the dick pocket was on the electric Mustang. Is that <laughs> correct? <laughs> That's right, Chet. I just want to make sure that I have all the people in places correct. You want to take him for a spin? <laughs> so he's got a fake tan, very white teeth, and lots of dick implants, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, his friends call him Richard, so nobody at the company does. <laughs> what's up dick <laughs> the first thing richard's gonna do is look for like the welcome table because he's interested in the first impression that's that's what he's all about there is an old saloon that is as quiet as everything else is around here there's just basically a single road with a number of wooden buildings on it what are you doing when you get there? Are you waiting around outside? Are you heading in anywhere? Are you... Scott, how is the cell phone reception here? Predictably not very good. Okay. 
Chet is over uh, Googling the names of fine scotches so he knows what to ask for at that <laughs> saloon. <laughs> and he's not getting any results because there's not good enough signal. <laughs> Maybe they'll have a nice bottle of 16-year-old connection lost. <laughs> <laughs> Just order the PIMS. Yeah. <laughs> Susan from HR has her clipboard out and is walking around in her neatly tailored jeans and nicer blouse and sturdy walking shoes and little glasses on the end of her nose, just nodding and going, mm-hmm, I see, and just making little check marks or scribbling little notes on her clipboard as she walks around looking at the the street and the buildings. No one knows what she's doing with the clipboard, <laughs> but it, it looks very threatening. Chad has taken the velvet ropes that are used to the front to line people up and brought them over to a table and roped off the table and purchased an entire <laughs> bottle of whiskey from the bar and has set it down and has headphones on and is watching downloaded things from Netflix on his iPad in the bar, just being better than everybody. There isn't anyone in the bar to actually buy a drink from. You could help yourself to a bottle from behind the bar and just grabbed it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And he did. <laughs> Anybody who's inside the saloon is going to see Richard roll up and he's just, it looks like he's looking in the window, but he's looking at his reflection. He's just trying to make sure <laughs> every hair is in place. Chet is in the bar making a show of looking like he's trying to decide on the proper drink when actually he's just trying to figure out what scotch looks like <laughs> so that he can grab one of those. Eventually, Richard's going to go inside and look for some white claw. <laughs> Or like a Zima. I mean, this place seems old school, so. I mean, are you judging me? Is that what the <laughs> Nice. <laughs> the first impression's not good, though, so I think uh, I'm going to make a little note in Apple Notes about, about the disappointment. You all arrived there, and I guess at least some of you will know each other, or at least have worked with each other in some capacity. I can imagine Chet and Susan, for example, even though they may not be in the same division within HR, but have at least had professional dealings with each other. For sure. I'm only making recommendations. I would imagine she's swinging the axe. With pleasure. I pretend to know everyone whether I do or not, so I'm going to walk around and be friendly. But I would know Sue's for sure. I think that Chet knows Richard as well, since they're both kind of in the middle management level, you know. Yeah. They've had meetings to discuss uh, manpower estimates and things like that. I'm supposed to be working for all of them, but I never show up. I know all of them, but <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> to be clear, even though I'm technically middle management, what director of first impressions means is that I keep the water features clean <laughs> in the lobby. That's all he does. Just that in meetings. Nice. Yeah, but he's going to walk in and be like, uh, he's, he's looking for probably Todd, the CEO. Uh, so he's going to see Susie and be like, hey, Suze, uh, where is everybody? Good morning, Dick. Late as usual, I see. Making notes on the clipboard. No, no, no. I. This is uh, really not uh, what we're paying you for, Dick. Oh, do you want me to polish the bar or? If you wish to have a bright, happy career with our company, you might wish to consider setting an alarm clock to make sure you arrive on time. There was just this amenity in the rental. I'll, I'll catch you up later. Anyway, I, I, it won't happen again. Please just don't, don't tell Todd, all right? 
Chet is like tapping some notes into his iPad <laughs> as he listens in. Mm. Oh shit. Uh, can I get you something from the bar? I'm going to grab a white claw. I think they probably have blackberry or something. I doubt there's any good flavors. Ah, uh, yes. White claw, the mark of every successful executive. All right, two white claws. And he's going to like hop over the bar top in a kind of like cocktail the movie fashion. <laughs> nice. Humming Kokomo. <laughs> Susan is just sharing a knowing look with Chet. They both know that Dick has been at the top of the uh, optimization list for the last <laughs> week. And this is his last shot at proving that he has some sort of management potential. Or purpose at the company <laughs> in any fashion. <laughs> Chad doesn't care about any of these people, but he looks up and sees them all standing there, and he reaches up and double-clicks the lock button on his new Beamer keys just so it will honk <laughs> the horn, and then he up-nods at everybody and goes back to watching his show. Chad is Susan from HR's nemesis. He doesn't know that he's her nemesis, but she has been very efficient at making sure the company has no dead weight. Chad is the particular sort of corpse that she can't get rid of at the moment. <laughs> is it modern at all in here? Like, are any of the drinks modern or? Yeah, the drinks absolutely are. Yeah, you got that white claw, man. Oh, they had the white claw? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sheer fucking class. Richard's going to make a show of, like, shotgunning a white claw behind the bar <laughs> and he's gonna be like really sloppy with it kind of getting it all over himself he's like oh yeah let's go <laughs> he is gonna kind of look meekly at susan after doing this he's like officer farva drinking those schlitzes <laughs> <laughs> since the drinks are free he's just gonna be like trying to get everyone a drink even when they've already got a full drink okay this as i said for what is a ghost town is nice and clean and well-maintained. The inside, there's electric lighting and the seating's all actually quite modern. It's just obviously themed on the outside. Inside, it's all quite up-to-date. And, yeah, you can start <laughs> getting yourself nice and rat-assed for your work weekend. <laughs> That's what these retreats are for. Richard's going to try to cozy up to Chet a little bit because he overheard a conversation about optimization and he thinks like they're going to put him on a fast track. So he's just going to walk over with another claw and be like, uh, hey, I saw your drink getting low there, uh, Chet. <laughs> Chet looks down where he has literally not taken a sip of it yet. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to say, uh, hey, Chet, do you know where uh, where Todd is? We got to really like kind of ramp up the party. Where's the zip line, man? Um, Richard, we're going to need you to uh, help us stay on message here. Yeah. We're trying to synergize the brand, and I'm <laughs> I'm concerned that perhaps you're getting off message. Oh. Todd, I'm sure we'll arrive in good time. No, that's that's my fault. Perhaps let's uh, circle back to where Todd is later. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. We have other things to discuss. Uh, I'm sure if you have any questions or concerns, you can ping me. Uh, throughout this weekend, but uh, really, Dick, really. Richard, we're going to go ahead and table the discussion of these white claws until a better time. Okay, yeah. When that time comes, just bubble it to the top of my inbox and, and we'll fucking get rowdy. Absolutely. I'm afraid this discussion just won't scale at the moment, so uh, perhaps we can <laughs> discuss this later. 
I'm here to co-create a good experience with, with everybody. I, I, I didn't realize I fucked up so bad. Sorry, Susan. I'm going to go see what Chad's up to. He looks a little bored and, you know, his dad's uh, like pretty much funding the whole company. And I'm not sure Chad has the bandwidth for that sort of work at this particular retreat. So <sighs> he's young. Uh, and now it's cool, Susan. I'll take care of him. I'll kind of take him under my wing. Uh, I'll take him a claw. All right. Well, I've got a lot on my plate, so if you would like to take on that responsibility, Dick, you are more than welcome to do so. I am going to slam an open claw down in front of Chad and be like, what are you watching? (laughs) Chad is going to slowly look down at the claw, remove an ear can, look up and go, what's up, Dick? Yeah, you looked bored over here. I just thought I could help uh, liven things up a little bit. Uh, we got to make a good impression when Todd rolls in, you know? I don't want, want you to look all sullen and shit. I don't give a fuck what Todd thinks, dick. How's that claw, dick? You drinking uh, poor people water? Yeah, can I get you like a topo or something? You don't like, you don't want the claw? You can get yourself a glass of fuck off. How's that feel? Does that feel good, dick? Oh, cool, man. What you watching, Mad Men? I'm watching K-dramas, you wouldn't have heard of them. K-dramas? <laughs> uh... Oh, man, I had this badass poster in college. Goodfellas, have you seen that? Chad puts the can back over his ear. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite movie poster as you like put the headphones back on. At least Dick has one thing going for him. He tends to hit the ground running, but I'm very much afraid that he's not going to move the needle with uh, Chad over there. Yes, I'm considering the possibility that perhaps he's a resource that we need to reallocate to an external environment. Uh, yes, I see you've run the numbers as well. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's it's just not contributing to a stable income base in our division. I think we can do more with less, don't you? Meaning less dick. Absolutely. <laughs> Meaning less dick. <laughs> Susan is a lesbian. <laughs> We could all do with a little less dick. <laughs> Richard's climbing on one of the bar tops while they're having this conversation, and he's going to clear his throat. Ahem. Uh, everybody, as you know, it takes a village to make a good first impression, and I want to make sure when, when Todd comes in, we're all looking spiffy and have big smiles on our faces, Chad. I want to make a toast if everyone just puts a claw in the air. No one I'm imagining is doing this. All right, fuck it, you know? May the best of your past be the worst of your future, and uh, may the profits be forever soaring. Uh, Is there like a thing of mixed nuts on my table? Oh, sure. Well, Chad wings the ramekin at Dick's head. (laughs) God damn it. Give me a throw roll. Let's engage with the game mechanics here. (laughs) Come on, Chad, see if you're giving 110% to this throw. When you make the throw, he's in the middle of saying, uh, yeah, I've got a quote from Steve Ballmer here. It's uh, a little inspiration to get us going. <laughs> I don't think even Steve Ballmer quotes Steve Ballmer these days. <laughs> <laughs> I failed the throw roll. The dish sails over Dick's head and lands in amongst the top shelf bottles on the bar behind him. There's a bit of a crash as this very expensive bottle of brandy topples forward and smashes on the ground. You wasting good scotch! And as you're shouting abuse and throwing things at each other and so on, you notice suddenly that there is actually someone else in the room. 
there's a man he's apparently just come in through the entrance you didn't hear him come in he's probably in his late 40s early 50s he's got dark hair with the uh, distinguished gray temples a dark mustache very neatly trimmed deep set dark eyes he's wearing a black suit and a white shirt and a bolo tie and holding a, a black hat in his hand oh hey a butler hey you want to get my shit out of the car man he smiles at you thinly and says i see everyone's arrived good Hey, Todd. Richard's never met the CEO. I see Richard isn't in the loop. Yeah, none of you actually recognize this man. And he says, I am Mr. Ruiz, and I'll be running the retreat this weekend. Yeah! Were you um, hired by Todd? I'm a consultant, he says. I understand completely. <laughs> and Chet immediately trusts this man. <laughs> We're on the same page, then. Well, so you know my dad. Is this company 80% consultants and 20% interns? Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Where are the activities, man? We got some extreme sports, a uh, little uh, ultimate frisbee, something like that? Well, I think before we get to any activities, we should talk about expectations and what we're all here for. Chet is nodding in complete agreement. It is all about it, meeting expectations. Chad is drinking from the bottle and watching Netflix. <laughs> so, as you might have heard, or maybe not, he says, a position has opened up on the executive fast-track scheme. Yes! We are looking for a candidate. Someone who will see their career rise stratospherically to the very top of the company dick can rise damn it <laughs> he says that to himself like a pep talk <laughs> maybe not as quietly as he thought he did so you're looking to see who can take it to the next level is what you're saying yes well there's perhaps a bit more to it than that what we need to do is ensure that whoever we pick for the role is someone our shareholders can respect, someone they believe can deliver what they need, truly deliver excellence. With every word of this, Chet is just straightening his tie. He is 100% <laughs> convinced that they're just talking about him and this is a formality. <laughs> And Richard's rolled up his pant legs over his knees to show off those calf implants. <laughs> <laughs> Our shareholders are very demanding individuals, and they have great expectations from those who serve them in an executive capacity. Do all of you really believe that you have what it takes? Well, I like to consider myself somewhat of a thought leader in the area of, uh, of this particular corporation, so I think so. Chet lifts his glass with a very cocky, knowing smile and says, I, I think we're all well aware of what I bring to the executive group. Chad double-clicks the lock on his BMW. 
<laughs> and it honks. Richard walks forward to shake this man's hand and says, I'm so glad you're here. I've, I've been waiting for this uh, for, gosh, I've been here seven weeks now. It's my time. Susan writes a note about how Dick is engaging in non-consensual physical contact with another member of the corporation <laughs> and needs to be sent back for some mandatory sensitivity training. Uh, yes, Dick needs to be more sensitive. <laughs> that is how he shakes people's hands. He just grabs it. Yeah, It's a dick move. <laughs> uh, you said your, your name was uh, Mr. Ruiz? Yes. Oh, it's so good to meet you. I am uh, Dick Pocket, but my friends call me Richard. Uh, yes, yes, Mr. Pocket. I know who everyone is. I've read your files. Oh, so you already know. Yeah. Water Feature's been running for seven weeks straight. Yes. Not a minute of downtime. Well. Optimization. Pleasant surprises. Dick Pocket. Thank you. <laughs> and then he walks away. <laughs> so, says Mr. Ruiz, our activities this weekend are fluid. We'll be determining what activities are appropriate as the weekend goes on. Whitewater rafting? In Arizona? Well, you said fluid, Susan. What I would suggest is, first of all, make yourselves at home. We, I believe, have enough accommodation in the rooms upstairs, if you want to settle in there and unpack and freshen up. Nice. And then perhaps give some thought as to how how you might prove yourself to our shareholders. Hmm. I assume you could point me in the direction of the executive suite. Well, none of you are executives yet. Uh, my dad is. Uh, Mr. Ruiz? Richard raises his hand like he's in class. Yes, Mr. Pocket. Are we the only candidates? Just the three of us? And does the winner get the intern? You work for my dad, so I'm above you anyway. Do you hear me? Look at me, Dick. Dick, make a first impression out of this. Okay. Yeah, but he was talking about sending you to the army. I know Chad is here, but he's not really mission critical. So I don't think he's on, on that particular track. Chad texts his father. <laughs> Chet flips to like a personnel document on his iPad and it's Chad's and it just says a note on the top that says untouchable. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ruiz says the executive fast track is a very unusual scheme. It's based entirely upon merit and what you prove to the shareholders this weekend rather than your seniority within the company, or let's just say that nothing you have done within Graves matters up to this point. Fuck yes! <laughs> oh, 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 can I uh, make a proposal to save the shareholders some money, Mr. Ruiz? Yes, okay, um, I, I would like to room with Chad so that we're only paying for the one room. So we can be roommates, we'll bunk up, and then that's good. We save, we save the money and it goes right back to the shareholders' pockets. Graves owns this entire town. Oh, yeah. I thought I'd heard of Dead Man's Tooth before. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the company books. You know, I met my wife in Corpse Tooth, Arizona. Uh, 
His eyebrow raises slightly when you say that you've heard of, of Dead Man's Tooth. What have you heard about it? You may already know I'm the director of First Impressions, so when people come into the lobby, they're often having conversations, and then I just try to keep my ears open in case there's anything that I need to put on Susan's plate, if you understand what I'm saying. Uh, just try to make sure everyone's working in the best interest of Graves Corp. GC, you know. G Corp. Graco. I'm not entirely sure you've answered my question. What was it? I don't... <laughs> Well, what exactly is it you've heard about Dead Man's Tooth? Oh, I don't know. I think people used to, um, maybe there was a skate park here. Uh, I don't know. It all kind of runs together. A lot of people come through the lobby. He smiles and says, well, anyway, get yourselves freshened up and then, then perhaps we can begin. Is there Wi-Fi in here? Because my phone's not working very well and, uh. I noticed my Bluetooth earpiece was getting a little bit of static. No, the purpose of this retreat is to get away from everything. Shit. Is the breakfast more of a continental situation, or will there be like a sit-down brunch? Good question, Chet. I just want to know how many buttons on the suit. Uh, we can arrange for whatever your preference is. I'm more of a poached egg man myself, um, and he sort of glances around. <laughs> it, it, does that sound good to everyone else? Hollandaise I could take or leave, but, you know, I don't want to make a fuss. Uh, just toast with a little spread of water is good for me. A spread of water? <laughs> spread. Yeah, you just dip your knife in the water and just spread it over the top of the bread. It kind of smooths out the taste. <laughs> what, what could that possibly mean? He's so health conscious. <laughs> Good job bucking the trend, Dick. <laughs> Mr. Ruiz, I have a question about the skits. Are we going to do a group skit, or should we all prepare individual skits? At the moment, your first priority is to get yourself settled in. I will talk to the staff about refreshments, and we can arrange for some brunch when you come down. Hmm. Then we'll begin. Okay. You've been terribly, terribly kind, and... uh We'll go ahead and get settled in, and we'll see you down here uh, bright and early, and we'll get started. And Chet already stands up and picks up his, like, his carry-on hanging bag. As you head off to the rooms, you can hear from the kitchen area the sound of, apparently, people working in there. Nice. I don't like that you say apparently. <laughs> All right, Chad, let's go scope the room. You can pick... The bed? I'm not rooming with you, dick. Oh, he, that's right. He shot that idea down. It's fine. You know, I'll get my own place. We own the town, dick. Be my first time having my own place. Gonna be pretty sweet. Okay, dick. Richard. Susan from HR is going to go pick the room that's most in the middle of the set of rooms so that she can keep an eye on everyone and know what everyone is up to for her notes. And she's going to do what she always does when she goes to a hotel room, which is very neatly unpack her one bag into all of the drawers. And she's going to set a picture on the bedside table of her three cats, Loki, Mephistopheles, and Hades. <laughs> and very neatly and primly set up her room just the way she likes it. Chad is still standing downstairs waiting for somebody to take his bags. <laughs> no one does. 
Chet goes to the rooms. He immediately goes all the way down the hall because he's looking for the room that is most like a corner office. So he'll be going into that room. He hangs up his hanging bag. He immediately takes his scotch and pours it down the sink because he can't stand the taste of the stuff. But, you know, he's got to keep up impressions. (laughs) With Chad waiting around downstairs, Mr. Ruiz, you didn't actually see him leave. But when you look around, he's not there anymore. Is the kitchen still noisy? Yeah. Can I go ask for some help slash a cheeseburger? You're looking for a bellhop. <laughs> I thought he was looking for weed. He brought his own weed, you freaking plebe. <laughs> his drugs are designer and very expensive. <laughs> the MDMA I have would fuck you up. <laughs> Can I stick my head in the kitchen and be like, does anybody fucking work here? You stick your head in and look in there and you don't see anyone. Uh, hello? You can smell that there is stuff cooking and... Yeah, there seem to be a couple of pots boiling away, but you don't see anyone. Can I walk over and be intrusive and, like, get a spoon and taste what's cooking in the pot? Oh, please do that. (laughs) (laughs) It's people. It tastes like maybe boxtail soup. Chad likes that, grabs a bowl, (laughs) just helps himself to a bowl of it. What else is in the kitchen? Can I do, like, a spot hidden? You don't need to make a spot hidden roll. Looking around, yeah, there's some fresh veg and uh, bread around. There's a walk-in fridge over in the back. Okay. Catering-sized fridge. Is there like a tray I can put my bowl of soup on, grab some bread, and walk it back over to where I'm waiting for somebody to help me with my bags? Sure, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that and loudly announce like, guess I'm just going to take this food and sit and wait for some lazy motherfucker to come get my shit. And then walks out of the kitchen and goes and sits back down. And yeah, you can hear the sound of industry from the kitchen again. (laughs) He sets the tray down. I want to see if I can hear like anything different other than just like clacking around in the kitchen. If there's anything being said, if there's any like person in there. Yeah, give me a listen roll. I rolled a 60, which is, how much luck do I have? I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to spend 10 luck to have this be a success. Initially, you just hear what sounds like chopping and stirring and the like coming from there. But underneath it all, you don't hear conversation as such. Mm -hmm. But you can hear whispering. It sounds like people whispering in there. And with the successful listen roll, it sounds like a surprising number of people whispering in there. Like a lot of voices. I guess none of you want to work and you're just hiding, you lazy pieces of shit. Do you know who my dad is? There's no reaction. Goes back into the kitchen. There's no one there. Goes to the big refrigerator and opens it up. (laughs) there's some cuts of nice red juicy looking meat in there and some dairy products and some vegetables always trust scott when he's talking about cuts Mm -hmm. of meat (laughs) and vegetables as we know vegetables gourds (laughs) etc is there a pumpkin in the refrigerator and if so what color is it (laughs) 
There is not a pumpkin. Okay. It is not green. All right, Dick, are you fucking with me? Do I hear that? <laughs> you can hear Chad certainly shouting at someone from upstairs. Just to be clear, Richard is lying in bed in only his socks. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going through this locket that he has that's got uh, little photos he's printed out from everyone's Facebook pages. What? So he's naked looking at photos of his coworkers. <laughs> it's got Chad's father and Susan's cats and Chet's parents. He's just trying to memorize the names uh, so that when they have, co- he's like Mephistopheles, uh, um, Deborah, you know, just kind of going through the locket over and over. So those are the whispers that Chad is hearing. <laughs> yeah, he just hears Dick whispering, Mephistopheles. <laughs> Chad goes back to where the food he set down was and rips off a piece of bread, dips it in the soup and eats it and be like, I guess I'll just stay down here until somebody wants to take my goddamn bags upstairs. When you've come back out to start eating your lunch, yeah, your bags aren't there. Is the food still there? Oh, yeah. Okay, Okay, cool. I guess I'll go to the room. He takes the tray and picks it up and goes... To the room. I feel like I should give you a luck roll just to make sure you don't walk in on a naked dick. <laughs> Looking at his father. We all make that luck roll every day. <laughs> and saying his father's name to remember it. Well, I failed the luck roll, Scott. <laughs> so the first room you find, yes, you do open the door and there's Dick lying on the bed naked looking up at a picture of your father. Jesus, Dick! <laughs> oh shit Chad has his iPhone 14 out and snaps a picture of this a dick pic and to cover himself up he picked, he picked up a napkin off the nightstand mm-hmm. and it's the right size <laughs> so yeah, Chad snaps a picture of it and quickly fires off a text of it to his dad the implants are only good for girth unfortunately <laughs> fucking dinty more soup can oh, shit what the fuck are you doing in here, Chad? This is my room. You said you didn't want to stay with me. The door was open. Why is your dick out, dick? What are you doing? Is that my dad? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, a, it's hard to explain. Have you read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Chad? <laughs> Have you read Don't Look at My Dad While You're Naked, Dick? <laughs> One of them's beating it to the CEO. <laughs> No, look, I'm just trying to get better with names, Chad. So I'm going through everybody, and that's why I was moaning, Ernest, 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 when you came in. Read that Seven Habits book and quit fucking taking your fucking unit out while you're looking at my dad. (laughs) Susan from HR has come out into the hallway and is making notes about how (laughs) Dick and Chad are both going to have to be sent to a reconciliation meeting, apparently. (laughs) Susan, I want to file a complaint. Thinking this is going to be helpful, he holds up the locket to Chad and says, look, I've got Chet's parents in here, too. (laughs) And Susan's cats. Susan, he's looking at your cats while he's naked. Dick, why do you have pictures of my pussies? Yeah, I was about to say it, too. I'm glad you did. (laughs) I know. We were all deciding not to go there. Look, Susan, just forget about it, okay? We'll take a deep dive on this later. (laughs) 
Chet came out of his room into the hallway just long enough to hear about pussies and deep diving and immediately just went back in his room and closed the door. Uh, Dick, I'm starting to think you're really not a good culture fit for this corporation. Mr. Ruiz said it's a different culture now. It's a tabula rasa. It was an episode of Lost. <laughs> Blank slate. It was also an episode of Stargate Atlantis, yes. Uh, so... Chad and Dick, I think maybe you're going to have to have a dialogue on this, and, and maybe we can circle back to the cats later. Do I have to take the computer test again? What did you call it? Voight-Comp or something? <sighs> I'm not good at the personality test, because my personality is at a different level, Susan! It's non-existent, Dick. That's what the test determined. We sent you to take the Myers-Briggs, and it just came back with an error 404, personality not found. <laughs> Fuck. He's going to walk back. He's still naked. <laughs> he, as Richard walks back into the room, you can just see these faint scars on his butt cheeks from the implants. But his ass looks great otherwise. <laughs> and it's the exact same skin tone as the rest of him. He's been uh, perineum tanning is what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, my God. So while Susan is standing there, getting ready to go back into her room in disgust, she does see on the wall opposite the door, there are some photographs there. And they do seem to be from previous year's retreats. How far back did they go? Mm. There's quite a lot here. And you can see that they go down the wall a bit. Just the ones you're looking at immediately go back maybe about 20 years. It seems like there's one a year around Halloween every year. Same company? Yeah. I'll take a look at the pictures. Anything to get the image of Dick <laughs> out of my head. Yeah, you're looking at some recent ones. And that is the Vice President of Excellence you're looking at there at the moment. And three other people you don't think you recognize. And looking around, yeah, the next picture you look at, that is the vice president of development there. Hmm. Are there QR codes on the photos? <laughs> no. Put some pants on, Dick. Sorry, I'm going to take pictures of the pictures and put them in my locket. But looking at them, yeah, there does seem to be a pattern in that each one you look at, at least from the recent ones, once you go back more than a decade or so, you don't really recognize too many of the faces there. But from the more recent ones, yeah, there does seem to be one person out of each one who you do recognize as one of, uh, well, one of the board. Out of curiosity, Susan's just going to look and see if she can figure out how far back these pictures go because you know this is an old ghost town and she wasn't aware of it before the retreat was announced and she was uh mandatorily invited so she's just out of curiosity wants to see how far back it goes how long the company's been sending people here by the time you get to some of the earlier ones they move into black and white and then into sepia and it's difficult to say because the recent ones, there are years that have been put on on them. But as you're going back further and further, there's nothing certainly written on the front of the photographs. But judging by the clothes and the 
types of photographs. So either someone has done a very good job of making these look old, or you're looking at pictures from the mid to late 19th century. Fascinating. There's not much Susan from HR doesn't know. Yeah. Susan from HR makes a note about the fact that she's uncovered something she didn't know about the company before. Hmm. Does she put it as like a, a mark against her own record? <laughs> she does, actually. She makes a note that she somehow missed the fact that there's been corporate retreats at the same place for like 150 years. <laughs> Susan, you really should have known. You really should have known, Susan. I'm going to have to have a talk with me about this on Monday. Mm. <laughs> We're going to have to have a sit down and, and have a, a casual conversation, just low key, low key, Susan. But we are going to have to talk about the fact that things seem to be slipping, just slipping past your notice, Susan. And uh, that's not really optimal now, is it? She's muttering to herself as she's looking at these pictures. <laughs> and Chet was heading back into his room as well after the little contretemps in the, the hallway. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you head back into your room and it's a fairly nice, clean room. Again, everything in here looks nice and modern. There is a bit of a, a musty smell in the air, but at the same time, there's the smell of clean sheets and possibly air freshener of some kind. The room is decorated in, it's not quite antique furniture, certainly the bed is a new one. There's a few older pieces like uh, the little chest of drawers and the bedside table look like they, they might be antiques or they might be pieces that just look old-fashioned there are also a few stuffed animal heads up on the walls wait as in stuffed animals as in toys or as in hunted animals that have been stuffed because those are two very different vibes <laughs> i was thinking it was the heads of stuffed animals yes i was thinking like teddy bear heads just like little care bear heads and stuff on there That'd be even better, yes. <laughs> From the great Care Bear Cull of 88. <laughs> no, these are like deer heads. Okay. How many of them am I looking at? Uh, four. More than I would like, but not enough to be completely weirded out. <laughs> are they all animals I recognize? Yeah, they just seem to be deer. He looks around and doesn't see, you know, sort of an obvious closet or anything. So he hangs his hanging bag from the antlers of one of those deer. <laughs> and he opens it up to where he has six of the same suit that he's wearing in this <laughs> hanging bag. And he begins to remove the suit that he traveled in to put on a fresh suit uh, for the coming meetings. And while you're getting changed, you can feel... A little tremor in the ground. Maybe not like a full-blown earthquake, but just for a moment, you're certain you hear the heads on the walls knock slightly and maybe a few of the ornaments. It's just a momentary thing. You give me a listen roll. Sure. My listen roll was a 38 out of 40, so that's a success. Coinciding with the rattling and the rumble, there is something that you can just pick out, and it does sound like voices whispering, maybe coming from the floor below you somewhere, or it certainly seems to be coming from down. Okay. 
knowing Chet, he's probably going to assume that that is uh, the personnel of this establishment preparing the brunch that he requested. So he'll go ahead and hurriedly finish getting dressed because he wants to get down and uh, get something to eat before the meetings begin. So he is going to walk out into the hallway. And he'll notice as he's walking down the hallway, and if he sees those pictures of those people, he's suddenly very embarrassed that the suit that he is wearing, that he brought six of, roughly matches like suits that were worn by people in the (laughs) (laughs) mid-90s. Oh, yes. It's double-breasted, like like it's got 18 buttons. It's very embarrassing. You got big shoulder pads, (laughs) lots of pleats. When Chad goes into his room, he sees that his bags have been unpacked and apparently everything's been put away. Chad sees that and goes, that's right. (laughs) They got the memo of who I am. And again, there's a slightly musty smell in the room. Mm. What kind of must are we talking about? Are we talking like like just humid? Are we talking like Mm. body? (laughs) (laughs) is it humid or is it a body is there like a icker humidifier in the room is there like a like what are we dealing with (laughs) it's something that smells old good hey dick it smells like your mom's room rest in peace mama (laughs) he hears that he flips to the picture of his mom in that in locket. The locket? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's double-sided to save money. It's double-sided with one of Susan's cats. <laughs> oh, no. In Chad's room, what's on the walls and stuff? Like, what can I see? There are pictures of the town. There are a couple of paintings, but there are also photographs, a couple of old sepia photographs that you reckon were taken outside maybe some time back. Actually, you could give me um, either a spot hidden or an intelligence roll just to see whether you notice something. I am the smartest motherfucker in the world. I rolled a one. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay. Well, the thing I was going to point out to you initially was that in none of them, in the paintings or the photographs, Can you see any people? There's just the town. But I think on a zero one, in some of the photographs, you're not actually too sure. There are some vague shapes or outlines, maybe human shapes. It's difficult to tell. Maybe it's just blurs or discolorations in the pictures. So I'm going to take this and go down the hall. I'm going to go to Chet. Because he seems knowledgeable. I'm going to knock on his door. You'll probably run into me out in the hallway. Uh, and then he just points to the picture. It's like, did you, do you see that? Like, people in the, they're not, but they are. Do you, and then like shoves it in his face. Uh, consult. Chad, if you remember from your onboarding, you need to keep at least two feet away from all members of staff, unless you are given permission to approach. What's my file say, Susan? Inappropriate behavior in the workplace. What else does my file say, Susan? <laughs> Chet's going to interrupt and say, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> I'm concerned that this is not a productive discussion. Chad, I do appreciate your initiative. That's very important to the company. However, uh, 
we're going to have to go ahead and table this discussion until I get some brunch. And if you recall, Chad, the director of this camp said that it doesn't matter who you are. We're going to raise the bar here. Doesn't matter who your father is. <laughs> it always matters who my father is, Susan. Like, I don't care what the retreat guy says. My dad still is your effing boss. So, you know, say whatever you want. We'll have a meeting on Monday. Go fuck yourself. And he walks back into his room. I think there's probably a disconcerting, like, bed squeaking and thumping sound coming from oh, God. Richard's room. But it's just him, like, really struggling to put on this skin-tight cowboy suit that he brought. Because I assume it's Halloween weekend and we're in Arizona. So he wanted to look the part. He's just kicking his legs rhythmically as he's trying to shuffle the pants on. Does he look like Woody from Toy Story? He's grunting and moaning, trying to get the trousers on. He's going, come on, giddy up. Once I am dressed, I am going to walk out into the hallway and say, uh, howdy partners (laughs) with finger guns. Chad (laughs) wings the photograph at Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Are you looking for another throw roll? Yep. <laughs> you know what? No, it's a 31. I'm trying to die. I'm spending 11 luck. Wait, you're trying to die or you're trying to kill Richard? <laughs> He's trying to do both. I've got 29 luck now. I have winged that at Richard's face. <laughs> Does Chad have a damage bonus? I hope not. No. Sadly. Okay, so I'd say just roll a d4 damage for that, then. Susan's not going to like this. All four. Okay. Oh, no. (laughs) This framed photograph goes flying through the air, and there is a smash of glass as it hits Dick or across the bridge of the nose. There is a crunching sound, and suddenly a lot of blood running into your expensive cowboy costume. Your nose is now pointing at a slightly different angle than it was, and there's bits of bloody broken photograph and glass all over the ground. Did his nose implant fall out? (laughs) Yeah, he looks at the blood on his hand and says, You spoiled little fuck! I just got that nose done! Susan looks at Chet and just shakes her head and says, I think we're going to have to uh, optimize our (laughs) plans for the weekend to avoid those two. Gentlemen, 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 as you're aware, uh, the company is looking to streamline some work processes and, well, we we don't like to hit the hot button words like downsizing, but we are considering some right sizing and we all need to stay on message here. I highly recommend that we avoid these unproductive employee interactions. We're looking to trim the fat. Exactly. I just trimmed some fat off of Dick's face. I have 0% body fat, and he's finally slipped the skin-tight boot off his leg, and he's flailing wildly at Chad. Susan has made a note that now that Chad has committed assault, she can actually has a way of getting rid of him, because there are three <laughs> witnesses to the fact that he committed assault, and even Daddy can't save him from an assault charge. I'm betting Daddy can. <laughs> That's pretty odd. <laughs> He can probably get him out of jail time. This is America. We buy our justice. (laughs) You seen that certain people still aren't arrested in this country? He could get him out of court, but it's still a way for Susan to get him fired (laughs) because of the assault charge. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) She's going to try, Chad. She's going to try if she survives this weekend. (laughs) Good luck with that. I can afford better lawyers. 
While Susan's making notes, I am going to try to hit Chad with the boot. Just swinging it, not throwing it. Oh, God. Okay. It's not like a solid sturdy boot because it was skin tight around his calf. It's like got the floppy leg and then the solid foot, you know, solid heel and toe. Give me either a spot hidden or a psychology roll just to see whether you see the attack coming. We're going to call it a spot hidden, and that is a super fail. That is a 97. So that's a fumble, yeah. I won't even have dick roll then. <laughs> Normally with a surprise attack like this, you'd roll and try not to fumble. But I think as Chad has fumbled already, you don't even have to worry about that. So, yeah, you're sucker punching him with the boot. So roll mm-hmm. a D3 plus damage bonus for this. Yeah, I don't have a damage bonus. Good. <laughs> <laughs> We have encountered nothing mythos-related, and you guys are just eating away at hit points. Just one point. Okay. I'm trying to hit him in the nose, because that's where he hit me with the picture. You don't quite manage that, but I think just as Chad is looking around, there is suddenly the heel of a boot that catches you in the ear, and is just blindingly painful for a moment, like getting punched in the ear is. Dick, you little fuck, I swear to God, you're going to hear from every attorney I have. <laughs> He sneezes blood all over Chad. <laughs> this shirt is worth more than your fucking 401k. <laughs> Chet starts to say something, but then realizes that this is probably only increasing his chances of <laughs> becoming the next executive. And so he decides not to say anything and just goes downstairs. Richard's holding his nose and says, we have a 401k. <laughs> Chad, you weren't supposed to tell him that. Chad pulls the flask of bourbon out of his coat pocket, takes a big pull, and fuck it, swings it at Dick's nose. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so you're bottling him. Okay, do you want to give me a fighting brawl roll? This is going to be weird if there's a murder at an executive retreat. <laughs> What's Dick doing as this bottle is coming swing in? Are you trying to get out of the way? Are you trying to... I'm going to fight back with my boot. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I rolled an 89 against a 25 fighting brawl roll. So, uh. I mean, it's not a fumble, but it is a fail. So let's see how uh, Richard does fighting back. I'm not too bad at fighting. Oh, oh, but I'm not yes, you are. 90 at fighting. So there is this completely incompetent slap fight happening <laughs> in the corridor. This is like an Aggie football game. <laughs> you little prick! <laughs> There is whiskey sloshing all over the place. There's blood and glass on the ground. These two men who are old enough to know better try to beat each other up with bottles and boots. And it is not going well. It is not going well at all. And from downstairs, you hear the sound of a bell going clang, clang, clang. Oh, shit. I remember that from last Halloween. (laughs) Yes. Well, gentlemen... Perhaps we can put this little business aside and refocus our energies on proceeding towards brunch. Chet has already gone downstairs. He's already on his way. Susan is sailing past them with her clipboard. Fine. Oh, Mr. Ruiz is going to be so fucking turned off by my nose. (sighs) Fuck you, Chad. Fuck you, dick. You wanted him turned on by your nose? (laughs) Yeah, everybody is. Richard's got to go back to his room just to look as nice as he can and get changed into a different costume. Oh, okay. He brought a few. What does he come back out as? A prospector. Okay. 
So he's Jeremiah now. <laughs> he's, it's all Old West themed. <laughs> yeah. Later, he's going to be a shirtless priest. You know what? He's actually an undertaker. He gets dressed up as an undertaker. And he's gonna the, be- undertaker? <laughs> the undertaker? The okay. undertaker. Yeah, that's the only one he knows. <laughs> he thinks it might work with the bloody face. He's going to try to send a voice memo to Ashley with three Ys, his wife. But <laughs> the reception's still a problem. It's not that you're not getting any bars. It's just very intermittent. Well, he wants to tell her to schedule an appointment with his rhinoplasty specialist. <laughs> yeah, you can send a message through. It may get through. It may not. All right. Well, it can't wait. So maybe I can find someone local. I'm going to guess that's A-Y-S-H-L-Y-E-Y-I. Ashley? Pretty close. <laughs> yep. And then a G-H. Yeah, and all of his kids have Ys in their names, too. Victor, Win, and Champ. Is it Dick with a Y, D-Y-C-K? <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> it's all like 80s metal bands. Pocket has two Ys in it as well. Uh-huh. K-Y-Y-T. <laughs> Chad, you can murder him now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the Undertaker suit's like super tight. It's just all black, and he's got this really interesting black hat as well. It's all spandex. I feel like Dick's whole family should get murdered by a bunch of baristas (laughs) just out for revenge. Yeah, so I'll walk back out, try to avoid Chad. So those of you who are heading downstairs, you see that the bar now has a number of dishes that have been laid out on it with hot food in them. There's steaks, there's sausage... There's uh, some eggs. Are they poached? (laughs) They are. It's an important question. (laughs) There's one of scrambled eggs and there's one of poached eggs. Nice. There's some veg and there's even a salad selection. Susan, of course, goes straight to the salads. Richard tries to race her there. Chet asked for the poached eggs, but now he doesn't want them, so he just gets veggies. (laughs) He's watching his figure. Chad is piling scrambled eggs on a plate. Richard's paleo. <laughs> of course he is. Oh, I can't smell the food. Susan, you saw, you saw what happened there. I was in the right. Wait, does he have COVID? Well, he can't smell the food. No, his nose is broken. Full of dried blood now. Susan, don't put that on my, on my record, please. I need this job. Don't put what on your record, Dick? The altercation that Chad started. Oh, I'm pretty sure that pales in comparison to what happened before that. Ah, uh, Susan! She just fixes him with a withering stare, the legendary Susan from HR stare. <laughs> I was trying to remember your cat's name, the, you know, the Lucifers and all that shit just confuses me. Mephistopheles. <laughs> and she sails off to the table with a salad. I'm going to eat directly from the plate, probably bleeding into the salad. <laughs> The serving plate. <laughs> it's like you're making your own Russian dressing. <laughs> yeah, Richard's flustered. Uh, he's looking to see if there's any hollandaise with those poached eggs. He wants to put that on the salad. Of course there is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's the funniest thing. but <laughs> <laughs> And he's putting it on the whole salad so everybody gets some. <laughs> uh, bloody hollandaise. Shooting daggers at Chad. So as you're eating your meal, you look up and there's Mr. Ruiz again 
just inside the doorway. He says, uh, Good, you've found refreshments. Richard whips around with his bloody face. He seems completely oblivious to that. Hmm. He looks thoughtful for a moment and says, I think we'll forgo the normal team building exercises because I can see, he says, looking at the, the blood for a moment, I can see that you're all familiar with each other, so that may not be required. Chet looks really disappointed and puts away a tiny book in his pocket that says, Trust Fall Strategy Guide. <laughs> <laughs> just looks a little bummed. What I would like instead, you can work on this together or you can plan it individually. It's up to you. There is no correct strategy here. But what I would like is for you to plan a, um, let's call it a presentation. Yes! Although you won't have access to PowerPoint or anything like that. Susan looks very disappointed at the lack of PowerPoint. <laughs> Skit time, baby! Do we have Prezi? Can we get the Wi-Fi going? No, you'll have to rely on your own natural oratory skills. Susan said no oratory in the office. <laughs> what I would like you to do is to think of how you can sell yourselves to the shareholders. What you can tell the shareholders you can offer for them. Uh, what makes you special? Why you over the others are worthy of advancement and... Perhaps why the others may not be, he says, smiling. Chet immediately hops up and starts walking towards the front, ready to give his presentation. <laughs> Unclear on where he's supposed to do this. Is this going to be streamed? How are the shareholders seeing this? Oh, we'll take care of that. Right. What I need you to do at the moment is prepare. As I said, if you want to work together, that is perfectly fine. But obviously... We do foster an environment of competition. Huh. Let's say that you have an hour to prepare. That will be more than adequate, thank you. Susan, I'm thinking we double up on this one. I don't trust Chet or Chad. No. Okay. I have my own personal brand, Dick, and it does not involve, well, Dick. Okay. Ashley said the same thing. <laughs> Uh, my dad told me I would be a vice president when I graduate, so why do I even have to do this? <sighs> Fuck you, Chad. You look up to ask Mr. Ruiz that, and, and he's gone. <laughs> of course. Where the fuck did he go? Did you guys see him leave? Oh, there's a, some blood in my eyes. I can't see anything. Is there a, ho a hospital in this town, Susan? In the ghost town. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Ain't Slayed Nobody. For ad-free episodes, lots of bonus content, and special programming, please join our wolf pack at patreon.com slash ain't slayed. Or subscribe to Ain't Slayed Nobody Plus at Apple Podcasts. Nothing helps the show more than becoming a subscriber. 
See our show notes for full credits and help us grow by posting friendly reviews and spreading the word to your friends and followers. Thank you and good luck out there.